what's up, y'all? This is E40. What up, y'all? This is the boy Omarion. And you're listening to Billboard's Ballin' Out. Yeah. Please tell me why you always say. Please, please tell me why you always say. Why you wait? Please tell me why you always say. Hi, everyone. This is Adele. This is Natalie. And you're listening to the one and only Ballin', Ballin Out. Welcome to episode 10, guys. Episode 10. We have made the double digits. (laughs) This is serious business. We should be popping like bottles of rose right now. Unfortunately, we are keeping it sober, but we are still (laughs) equally as excited until six that we have made it to 10 episodes. You know, what started out as just Natalie and I bugging each other and saying, we got to do this, we got to do this. And now we are 10 episodes in, and it's been a ride. You know, being producer, writer, interviewer, booker, <laughs> everything under the sun just Except to make this for podcast recorder. happen. We've got our lovely Melissa. Shout here out to Melissa who has the, been with us for the ride as handling well. Handling the audiovisual component. I guess just audio. There's no visuals. Right. In my, she takes <laughs> pictures sometimes. Soon. So, you know, it's it's a little bit visual. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's a great feeling knowing that we were able to make it to episode ten. Yeah. It really it feels like a milestone and thank you all who are listening. You know, we just appreciate it. And as we've sort of found our rhythm here, and I think, you know, it's just onward and upward. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And so, you know, looking back on this week's music meets sports news, first and foremost, there were rumors that um, Adele was going to be taking the stage at Super not, Bowl Not Adele who's speaking not right now. Not this Adele. Weirdly. Like, the Grammy I, winning. You think that Adele is like ready to singer Adele. be in the middle I mean, of the Super you know Bowl. if they want me to sub in, I better start practicing now. Yeah. I feel like, what if we just did a balling out halftime show? What if we hosted it and you were like, JK, Adele, other Adele. We've got <laughs> the real Adele right here. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to that. So let's make it happen. Um, But, you know, there were reports that apparently the NFL had put in the ask. And then Adele recently performed on her tour. It was like during a concert. It was during her concert. And she just shut down those rumors. And she was like, nah, son. I ain't going to be performing. (laughs) You know, the Super Bowl is meant for a performer who dances. And that's not me. Which... I applaud Adele for, you know, t- tackling the rumors head on, no pun intended. And um, <laughs> sure, there was no pun intended. We never believe that when it comes to this Adele. Um, but, but, you know, just the ambiance of a Super Bowl halftime show. I don't know if yeah. emo, tear jerking ballads I mean, are exactly no. the route to go. It just should be weird. Unless like, it there's was a Beyonce be a remix. Concept. I mean, it's going to be in Houston. Can we just bring back B every I year? I know. <laughs> It would be, I mean, you'll see we have this conversation a little later with two of our guests, Omarion and E-40, but yeah. I mean, Beyonce seems like the natural Humble choice boy. for a Houston Super Bowl. But um, but yeah, it was interesting because then the NFL came out and they were like, no, 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 we never asked her, which is like, okay, whatever. But they did say they're big fans of Adele, as they should say. <laughs> right. Um, but I guess time will tell. I mean, 2017 seems so far away, but before you know, it's just like you ca- one calendar flip and we're already here. Oh, so yeah. No, we're like, f- it's five months away, right? Yeah. I mean, that's like that's literally. crazy to think literally. about. Like, literally, that's how far five away months it away. is. Um, uh, and other than that, uh, an equestrian event to yeah. Santana and well, Rob I Thomas just, you know, wanted to bring this to all of your attention. There's a trend that I'm just going to say I've noticed. Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas is like has become very internet hip recently like everyone's sort of like tweeting about it and it's like ha 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 this is ironic but no like we're actually listening to smooth by santana so Which in is a, a gem 
It is, you know, mm-hmm. classic, classic jam, a very important Billboard song. It was like number one for 700 years, probably. <laughs> um, but it got a little attention at the Olympics because during one of the equestrian events, I think it was a dressage thing, a horse did its horse choreography routine <laughs> thing yes. to Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas, which is like a little, you know, I think normally the songs are sort of more traditional or just like not like pop hits, yeah. you know, that's not kind of standard horse stuff, I guess. Not being a person who knows was a great Was this signed by it. the internet or was like no, no, the, no. the writer like, who... No, the writer was just there, like there was a writer from SB Nation and there were a bunch of other writers yeah. at this event and so the this writer who I kind of know, and I don't think he listens to the podcast, so I'm just gonna like shout him out anyway. <laughs> Roger Sherman at SB Nation, he like interviewed the jockey for the horse who did, you know, for but, the routine, yeah. and it was like hilarious. They were just like, I just do the music that I like. I think the guy was from Spain. Interesting. Yeah. And so it sort of has become a little bit of like a viral thing. But the International Olympic Committee has been so vigilant about taking clips down that you can't even watch it anywhere. Oh, no. Like, they just, like, they scrape the internet of all footage so quickly, and there's just, like, nowhere to watch it. It's like, this is supposed to be the most international like a grainy rip thing. Yeah. Like, and then you're being rip so lying on like, someone's hyper vigilant about see. copyright. It's, like, sort of ironic. Oh, I, think. But, I, I mean, that's a smooth choice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, the lead of the article was like, man, it's a hot one. <laughs> and, Love it. You know, like all you sure I didn't write stuff. that? No, <laughs> you did not write it for once. There were some puns that, that you didn't even come up with. But yeah, it was just, it was a moment. I'm just going to flag it for you. I'm personally doing a little research into the current chart status of Smooth by Rob Santana because I'm Rob As Santana, the diligent Jesus, reporter Santana. employed by Billboard that you are. Exactly. You are I'm trying to see if there's duty. a bump. You know, I want to know. I hear that. I wouldn't be surprised. And of course, we got to throw to Drake for our weekly Drake update. Wow. I got money that I saved and I'm back on road. Because he just, there, there is never going to be a week where there is not something to say in this segment of the podcast. We're 10 episodes in. <laughs> I am fairly certain. We need to go back and check this, but I'm fairly certain that we have mentioned Drake in every single episode. Absolutely. And um, the reason why we bring up the Six God is because he recently, after bringing out Derek Rose in New York, mm-hmm. he recently performed in Ohio and brought out another, none other than... Cleveland Cavaliers hometown hero LeBron James as Natalie shakes her head. It makes me so sad. Like LeBron, you're better than this. I think. But. You know he loves he loves his bro Drizzy Drake. He's a Kendrick he can't love guy. both. No, <laughs> <laughs> flat out no, absolutely nah. Um, but you know, just to see King James out here. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he's like having a fun. Off season. Yeah. We also Adele and I did a little J.R. Smith uh, Insta stalking. He's like currently. Well, first of all, congratulations a, to yes. him. He's on his honeymoon after recently getting married. In so Amsterdam, congratulations! Of all <laughs> you can't say that you're surprised that he chose no, Amsterdam as his honeymoon vacation. It's just like all the pics are like so genteel, which is like adorable. <laughs> yeah. Like they're all like him on little like boats in the canal. He's just trying to take in the stuff. culture. The he Amsterdam totally culture. Is. No, there's a picture of him at an art museum, but it's like. He tagged the Dutch Masters cigars, <laughs> like, and it's a painting by Rembrandt. <laughs> so, yeah. I anyway, mean, the intention said, was there. You just I think it tagged wasn't, the wrong right. painting. Womp yeah. womp. Yeah, but anyway, so 
this we got a little calves in on the Drake update, but it all ties together because you know Drake, Cleveland, LeBron. <laughs> there we go, full there you circle, go. brotherly love right there. And elsewhere on his summer sixteen tour, Drake also brought out a personal balling out favorite, Shania Twain. Okay, maybe he didn't bring her out, but they I totally he just took shouted a, her out, or shouted something. her out, yeah. and then took a backstage photo with her. See, yeah, we're, we're creating rumors now. Um, but Shania Twain, I know that's my girl. He's so Canada. Everything <laughs> Canada, Drake will support. Drake is Canada's most important patriot, I would say. Like, <laughs> right. he's the most important private citizen in Canada. I don't think that's an overstatement. Probably more so than Justin Toronto Bieber. Raptors Bieber's, global ambassador. He really takes, you know, this. He takes it seriously. He takes it really seriously. From the Degrassi days to now. He's See? still, like, repping his country. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, <laughs> as he should be. As he should be. But uh, I really just threw that in there so I can put Shania's way on this podcast. I understand. We, we got it. Okay. Cue Shania music. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. And then next up, we have the injury report. Oh, man. It's, it's a loaded just, list. This go we've, got a, we've got a few things to cover. Um, there was this weird thing that happened over the weekend where the Chicago Cubs, who are doing really well right now, they they recently traded for Aroldis Chapman, who is a pitcher who was in a domestic violence incident last fall he wasn't charged or arrested but the MLB still decided to suspend him for the first 30 games of the season so the Cubs traded for him after that which was people were already kind of like why are you doing this like this dude is clearly trouble um but they did it and whatever that whole controversy died down and then over the weekend he pitched a scoreless or a hitless inning scoreless inning I'm not even sure which and the music to play him off was this song by The Prodigy, which was like a group that was famous in the 90s. I mean, they're still around, but not really relevant. And it's called Smack My Bitch Up. Of course it is. That's what the song is called. And it's like they played him off with this song. It was clearly intentional. It's right. a song from no one decided to flag that. Yeah, right. It's a song from like 1997 that nobody cares about. Like it's a terrible song, although it did chart on the Hot 100. I found out. Just depressing. Um, but yeah, so there was a lot of controversy, just discussion about that because it was clearly such a tasteless move. Yeah. And then the DJ got fired. So, so yeah. There so there's go. that. Because I guess the only lyric is "Change my pitch up, slap, or smack my bitch up." Which is, I guess, actually a cool Keith sample. Who I just interviewed. Who sh- Natalie just interviewed. I never, cool Keith. I didn't even realize that. that connection. But it's different, like in the weeds of a cool Keith song and like playing it at a ballpark. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean. Like, Especially when you have you in know, 2016. A rap sheet. <laughs> yeah. In 2016, like this, there's, there's like many different perspectives to consider here. But well, I guess the Cubs are hiring. So if you want to be a DJ. <laughs> For the MLB, send in those resumes. Exactly, yeah. Um, And then also on the Olympics front, um, we had Bob Costas, who provides the lovely commentary (laughs) for the Terminal foot and mouth disease, I would say. But But he's an OG. You can't can't hate on that. He is certainly an OG. Um, But unfortunately, after Usain's big win. Right, which was insane. Which was Third Incredible. gold medal, only time that's ever happened right. for a men. Shout out to a Jamaica. Man, a man in the 100 meter right. dash. So Jamaica pride right there. And uh, Bob Costas was saying that Usain Bolt is bigger than Bob Marley. 
Right. And the internet, let him have it. Because no, Bob Costas, he is not bigger than Bob Marley. Right, because a country can only have one famous person, right? Right. Mm, There's only one. If if you are a country, you get one person. That's it. Right. So So, so you either get St. Bolt or Bob Marley. You can't have both. So (laughs) make up your mind. Um, But that was just a no-no. Yeah, it was just. And also, then it was funny because the internet sort of dug up Usain Bolt's DJ career, yes. which is apparently storied and long. <laughs> Who knew? He's right. apparently been traveling around the world, you know, post gold medals and just spinning some, spinning a lot of dance halls, spinning a lot of reggae, which I appreciate. And of course, if you take a look at a video of him um, on the ones and twos, Usain Bolt plays none other than Bob Marley. Yeah. <laughs> so there <course>. you go. <laughs> the world goes around. Because of course he does. There's even like sections where he hops on the mic and he's just like, you know, Hyping chatting a little bit. Yeah. As Jamaicans will say. Oh, I would love for Usain Bolt to be my hype man. Let's get I him. mean, yeah. Let's book we, him for the next Hot 100 Usain Fest. Usain Bolt, can you come on the podcast? Please. <laughs> we'll let you come DJ a set for Hot 100 Fest next year. What if we just live streamed him DJing a set from our conference room where we're at right now? That would be amazing. And of course, he'd have to play Chris Brown's Run It. <laughs> Natalie is done with me. I just, I'm just gonna I just walk out of the even, podcast. Well, I'm just jealous that you could even think of that. The only running song that I can think of is No Doubts Running, which is definitely not like a big like pick me up. I mean, that anthem. works too. I know, but it's so sad. Um, but yes, Usain Bolt, if you're listening, please come to or we, it could be Billboard Cake, HQ. The Distance. There That's a go. classic race jam. I feel like we can just create a playlist on our own and then just And send it to come through. <laughs> have yep. him come through. Just play it. We'll have him sit here and then we'll just play the songs that we pick. Be like, don't you think this is funny? You want to race, so we're going to play you all these songs about yes, running. Yes, exactly. He would love that, I'm See? sure. Um, but for this week's episode, we did have three folks call in for um, our Ballin' Now episode 10. And the first pair that we have is West Coast's own E-40 and Omarion. So a little backstory about this interview. Um, So we had E-40 on the line and had this great discussion about, you know, him just having that Golden State pride, being a Warriors diehard. Um, being on Jive Records at the same as at the same time as Shaquille O'Neal, and they almost did a track together. Like, hello, and then Omarion was running a little bit late and calls in at the very last minute. But just the the random side commentary that they have with each other, like just the banter that they have over the phone, is hilarious. Really, and you are gonna you're gonna hear that because it's literally like they just had a conversation while we were sitting there. We were like, okay, I'm glad you guys were getting a chance. (laughs) Natalie and I were just the plus twos (laughs) of this whole conversation. Definitely. And then before that, we have Carolina Panthers' own Trey Turner, who talks songs of summer. He locker room playlist. Carolina Panthers, like, you know, recovering from the Super Bowl. And he had a friend to, you know, give him a little pep talk after the Super Bowl. And you're just going to have to listen to find out who that was. So here it is. Hey, Trey, how's it going? Hey, how are you? Good. This is Natalie, um, and I'm on with Adele. Hi. Welcome to our Ballin' Out podcast. (laughs) Great to be on. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you calling in from? 
I'm calling in from Charlotte, North Carolina right now. Nice. How is training camp going? Training camp is going. We uh, just finished up in Spartanburg, South Carolina. So we finished the remainder of training camp here in Charlotte. So I'm real happy about that. Glad to be back in my own space. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, what are you looking most forward to um, in terms of, you know, the upcoming season? Uh, I would have to say, you know, just, just getting back out there and, you know, able to go follow up, you know, what we did last season. You know, I, I feel like it's a challenge for me and, and to go out there and have a have a better season than what I had. And I know it's a challenge for my team to go out there and have a better season than we had last season. So, you know, we just want to go out there and, you know, have fun and, and win some games. Yeah, I mean, fun is definitely always the most important part. Does it feel like there's any extra pressure this year? I mean, given just you had this insane season last year and then obviously getting to the Super Bowl after trampling my beloved Seahawks and, <laughs> and Root. <laughs> uh, mm, I wouldn't say pressure, no. It's, I mean, we start zero and zero, you know, so mm -hmm. <laughs> there's no pressure. We have the opportunity to make whatever we want and, and create whatever, and create our way to, the way that we want. So uh, I wouldn't say there's any pressure. We just, know, we just know that we have more people looking at us. That's all. Definitely. Are you listening to any specific songs to get you hyped for the games? Mm, any specific song? No. But there's been a lot of uh, tapes floating around the locker room. So I would say two, the new Two Chains tape, okay. that's been floating around a lot. Uh, a lot of Kodak Black has been floating a lot uh, around the locker room. Um, what else? Specifically, um, DJ Esco tape. Nice. That's, that's in the locker room a lot. And I would have to say, finally, uh, I want to give you something good. <laughs> um, that's all I got. I can't think of nothing. I went blank. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. That's, it's all good. That's dope. That's it's, like a good, I mean, it sounds like you guys are some real hip hop heads. If you're, you know, you're digging into the Kodak uh, Black and the DJ Esco. I mean, they have a little bit of Kings and Leons and all that stuff, but I don't really know too much about it. <laughs> you know, switching Fair up enough. the pace just a little bit <laughs> for the cool down. For the cool down. <laughs> now, you know, looking at your social media, you do this hashtag um, that says "sucker free." You with a V. So, kind of uh, go through the origins of that phrase. Uh, um, I think it was just something that just kind of started. <laughs> Uh, I, I just was like, man, I'm not a sucker. I told that to somebody in the locker room. I don't know how it all just started. I'm like, I ain't no sucker. And you're like, oh, you sucker free. I'm like, yeah. And ever since that, that day spurned, you know, when that happened, it just was, it just took on, you know, growth of its own. Then I started saying it, and I was like, hmm, let me, you know, tweet it one time. And then when I went to type it, I didn't like the way it looked stylized. So <laughs> I was like, let me try to be and, you know, it looked cool, and I went with it, man. Yeah, I, I got the sucker free movement going on. <laughs> that should be your rap name. 
Yeah, that's my that's my rap. No, I would probably be a DJ. I wouldn't be a rapper. I'd be like a, a DJ, a producer, or something. Nice. So, yeah. Do you already have Serato on the laptop? Uh, no, no, I, I don't have anything up there just yet. You know, I'm, I'm gonna take my focus on football and keep it there right now. But you know, I may dip on that a little bit later on. For sure. Now I know you have some roots in Louisiana State University. Do you have any? Memorable anecdotes about Lil Wayne. Uh, um, I'm actually from New Orleans, so right. I love everything Wayne. Yeah, so I, um, I, like I said, I love everything Wayne. Have you gotten a chance to meet him? Uh, a few times, yeah. I met him at a club one time. I actually met him one. <laughs> Not met him, but we actually had a chance to, to talk one time and after we we uh finished our season. I'm just gonna leave that like that. So nice. well, that's cool. Right after we finished our season if you catch my jerk. Yeah, oh, I hear okay. you. What was the conversation like? <laughs> uh none, you know, good season, keep your head up, get back to where you're going. How was that? Just you know, small talk. I mean, he's a really big sports fan, so that doesn't surprise me, honestly. Like he's always he's oh, like no. super in the weeds about all all different <laughs> kinds of sports. Yeah. And I know that, you know, everyone's been kinda of talking about the Super Bowl a little bit because there's rumors that um, you know, at first Adele was gonna be the halftime performer. Um, but if you had things your way, who would you wanna see um take the stage? I would rather be in the locker room. <laughs> Good answer. I knew that was what like you were going to say. <laughs> Adele and I were talking about this beforehand. And I was like, he's not going to want to answer that question. It's <laughs> like when old Beyonce thing. I was like, oh, she's going to be at the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. It didn't really you know, have an effect on me. Right. You had other things on your mind. <laughs> yeah, you know. Can't be mad at that at all. And, you know, lastly, I am actually a rookie when it comes to fantasy football. Do you have any sound advice for me? No, I, I will not give you any advice that I can stand by. So I have none. I'm a rookie also. Yeah, you've never played? <laughs> no, I've never played. <laughs> I've never played. Because I feel like sometimes... I can tell you, this, just, get a, just get a really good quarterback. It should be fun. <laughs> okay that's not even good fantasy <laughs> just kidding just kidding um yeah it's just funny because i feel like the nfl sometimes or yahoo or whatever they promote it like the players play a lot of fantasy football in your experience is that true or false i am not an advocate of fantasy football i don't i don't know many uh, uh, I, honestly i don't know anyone specific so i would have to say i don't know i don't know anybody that yeah. really does that. Uh, yeah. I think I think it'll be tough to keep up with, with those kind of things. Definitely. Don't you have to like look at stats and stuff? And like, I'd be having enough time, uh, a hard enough time dealing with my own stuff, worrying about somebody <laughs> else. Yeah, definitely. You got to keep your head on head in the game in real life. Definitely. Definitely. We also we read in your bio that you have a teacup Yorkie. Named Luna. I do. I do. That's my baby girl. <laughs> how long have you um how long have you been with Luna? Two years. Aww. I got her last 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 August. Yeah. Does she come to games with oh, you? Oh coming up. 
It's coming up on two years. Oh, okay. Excuse me. That would be so <laughs> Does she come so, out yeah. to travel to away games with you, or does she stay at home? No, no. She stays home. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she stays home. I think that will be a little tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Some people, you know, I don't know. Just, I guess I'm speaking mostly my own family yeah. and our relationship with our dogs. It's always the dogs have to come to I mean, Luna but... could be a good luck token, you know. <laughs> you know, she would be, you know, she would be by herself half the time in a hotel room. You know, that's no fun. No, yeah. definitely um, not. You know, rather just let her roam around the house and stuff. Just have a grand old time. For sure. Um, and then, I guess, on a final note, what would you say is the song of summer for 2016? Song of Summer. Dang, how you put me on the spot for a whole <laughs> Hey, this is Billboard. You know what you we gotta, up for. Yeah, we got to talk about talk about the music, talk about the charts. Okay, can I phone a friend or something? <laughs> Just like your sense, like when you've been, you know, when you've uh, had those um, moments to relax, like what have you been hearing around the most? My Song of Summer. Uh, that's tough. And you know there is no wrong <laughs> answer, so no pressure. <laughs> because, like, I have, you can't, you have different moods, you know? There's not, like, a, I feel like there's no such universal mood song, in my <laughs> no. opinion. You don't, you don't think no, Drake's like, got it in the bag? You don't think it's one dance? Nah. I mean, I like all that stuff, but nah. You know, um, I wouldn't say that. But, you know, um, I would have to say probably I'm going to go Bankroll. I like I like the whole Bankroll album. Oh, nice. uh, it's <laughs> different. I like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, the life of a hot boy uh, album, mixtape. Yeah, I would have to say that. That's, that's been my go-to for all training camps. So, yeah. For sure. Um, and then... Yeah. You know, with the upcoming season, you know, the Panthers have been known to celebrate with crazy victory dances. Are you rehearsing any special moves? Are we going to see no, more dabbing? I, no? I, I doubt it. I, don't, I try not to take too much part in that. Exactly the, the dancing part. You know? mm. So I don't I don't really know what's going to happen. So I guess we just have, both have to wait and see, honestly. I'll be, I'll be spooned. <laughs> Cool. Well, right. that is definitely something for us to look out for. And Migos. They got to keep an eye out, too. <laughs> but thank oh, you yeah. so much for yeah. your time today. Thank you. And I good luck it. on the forthcoming season. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day. All right. You too. And that was Carolina Panthers' own Trey Turner talking about their locker room playlists, how he got his sucker-free movement up and running. <laughs> Quote-unquote movement. And, Just kidding. you know, <laughs> the special pep talk that he had with Lil Wayne post-Super Bowl. MVD. MVD. No, you yeah, know, Just right. like... Just have, you know. It's that Nolan's connection. Little tune she just give you a little chat after you lose the Super Bowl. I mean, who wouldn't there want that? There are worse things. Right, exactly. And now next up we have E-40 and Omarion. They see me on TV all over the net. They heart full of envy but hurt and upset. Their pockets is pennies, my pockets are check. You say you my enemy, I'm on your neck. Most of these bitches is petty. So E-40, how does being from the West Coast contribute to your style both on and off the mic? 
own little thing. But you know, everything is nowadays with the power of the internet. Everything is pretty much the styles of hip hop is pretty much the same. And mm-hmm. you know, LA, you got to realize. Remember, LA used to wear dickies. You know, now they're more swagged out. You know what I mean? And there's still OGs that wear dickies and you know <laughs> khakis and. You know the top and the the, the 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 pants and you know with you know what I mean and, and do they thing like that? But so you know nowadays it's one of the situations where everybody is is all locked in in the same lane as far as fashion and um and even even rap styles and music even the music everything is bounced like the Atlanta sound you know what I mean yeah. a lot of it is you know so. I mean, shoot, I'm, you know, out here we got hustlers, man, especially in Northern California. You know, we, we make a way out of no way. And that's, that's been our, that's been our little thing from day one. We, you know, we can show you, Ben, and we can tell you. And if ain't nobody gonna help us, we gonna get out there and help ourselves and make, make them recognize us. That's one thing about, um, us. We ain't, you know, we ain't lazy, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get out there and grit. I hear you. <laughs> You also got to um, work with Casey Veggies, Omarion, and BJ the Chicago Kid. All right, are there any chances for a possible West Coast posse cut? Yeah, oh, that'd be hard. <laughs> you know what? I actually, um, I actually just sent over a song to uh, Casey Veggies uh, for him and K Camp to get on. So they 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 dig in the record. So they go as soon as they, you know everybody stay on that road and everything. So. As soon as they get a hold to the studio, they go in there and knock that out for me. Hopefully, um, get in it to me soon so I can so I can get it uh get it on my new albums, the D Boy Diary Book One and Two. I got to turn it in September first, and uh and and looking forward to working with Amarion and BJ the Chicago Kid. Um, you know, once when time when time uh when time is the when it's the right time when they when they have time as well. You know what I mean? So. Definitely. It'll happen. It's, and that'd be cool if we did a posse cut. That would be uh, wonderful. For sure. I, I, now I think about it, I wish we would have went to the studio that night after we <laughs> did the, the commercial. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. A freestyle about your West Coast style. <laughs> got to make it happen. Went, yeah, we could all went to Snoop's compound. He got he got a cold. His, his compound so beautiful. I'm talking about he got this thing laid out. He got the dopest, he got the dopest compound in, in, in the whole California in real life. <laughs> Better than Drake's? <laughs> Man, I'm telling you right now, I don't think nobody, as far as the studio, as far as the studio, I mean, he got full court basketball. I'm talking about you can do videos in that thing, green screen, white screen. It's big, like it's huge. And he's got three different big old studios in there. He got the, the battleship, he got the mothership, <laughs> and it's, it's just serious in there, man. I mean, and he got it, and he got it in the perfect spot. 24 hour security and surveillance, you know what I mean? And just, the vibes is right. Definitely. I mean, speaking of yeah. West Coast style, there's some there's some ballers out there on the West Coast who have a pretty distinctive style. You're a big Warriors fan, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, so man, what is got... this, I mean, what has this past season been like for you? I've been having fun watching them get down. I mean, it's been delightful. Like it's really every every game is every game is like a playoff game. You know they play their heart out. It's good to see just so much excitement in the in the in the energy. It's electrifying in, inside the Oracle, the Oracle. You know yeah. what I mean? And being able to see it, you know, on the front row. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's even better. You know, 
I'm I interact sure. with the players um, from time to time, especially when we got a comfortable lead and they come over. What's up, Cody? You know, I don't really try to talk to them and all that too much because I don't want I don't want to be the reason that they lose concentration of what they're doing. And next thing you know, we done lost the game. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But we got KD now, Kevin Durant, and uh, I think he's a perfect fit for us. I'm glad he looked those boys in the eyes when they had they sit down and he seemed like like this is the team I need to be with. I hear you. How how do you feel about um, Team USA's performance at the Olympics so far? They're doing their thing, but they better stop playing. But I, they better stop letting them get too close. But I know Clay Thompson went crazy the other day ago, yesterday. He hit 30. He hit him for 30. But he busted him upside the head with 30 of them, letting him know where he's staying. He ain't playing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they almost came in like a little bit casual. You know, they were sort of it seemed like they thought they had it in the bag, and now a few of the teams are coming up and challenging them a little bit. Well, you know, when you're the best, everybody else is going to play their best. True. <laughs> this is true, for sure. I mean, Every you, other, all other teams going to play their best, you know? Definitely. It's contagious. Because they, they want to be the best. But they might, they, if, they, if the other teams that's not the best play against the other teams that's not the best, like they play the teams, that's the best. <laughs> they've been to step their game up. That's what they need to focus. That's what the that's the frame of mind that all these other teams that's not winning as much. Um, they need to be in their frame of mind. Mm-hmm, they definitely. need to play every game like they playing the Warriors. Right. Exactly. Who do you think? They like they playing the Dream Team. You know what I mean? USA. Definitely. Who do you think is going to be the biggest challenger for the Warriors next year? I think it's going to be every 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 team will try to step their game up when they're playing the bosses, man. But Cleveland, Cleveland is not no punk. They 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 incredible too. I will, I will take my hat off to them. They I really mean, they are. do have some guy named LeBron James, so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Brian was uh, Brian was uh getting, we had eye to eye contact on the thing, and he you know we giving hand signals and whatnot. He was over there. <laughs> Every time he hit a point or something, he'd look at me. He'd see me, he'd see me looking for me on that court because he know I'm there to heckle him, but I didn't heckle him because I was sick of crying. I, I didn't, you know what I mean? Nah, he, for real. I mean, dude, I, I got to, you know, he dude was born to play ball, man. He's a true, he's a true legend. He really is an incredible dude, and it's all written out. He, uh, he evidently, man, I, I believe that, you know, um, he got a lot of faith in God, and he from, he got to be from a, a, a that sort of background because, I got it all written out for that dude. I mean, this man went all the way to Miami, won a couple of championships, and then they, you know, they burned his jersey when he went out there. Now he's back a hero. And then he won? Oh, my God. This dude got it laid out. I'm not going to lie. It is an incredible story. Right. It really is. Um, it's written, man. That's all. Too. You can't fight something that's written. It's that's a high true. power up there that's got control over all this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, being a respective legend yourself in the rap game, has there ever been an athlete that approached you like, yo, E-40, we got to get on a song together? Yeah, yeah. They, you know, a lot of times in the 90s, the early 90s, they was doing that too. The mid-90s, they was rapping like Shaquille O'Neal. Me and him was, um, I had a distribution deal with Jive Records, and Shaquille was on Jive Records too. And we both was on the same label, and me and Shaquille wanted to, um, Connect. We just never got a chance, but we always see each other. So I always respect. That's my friend. That's my partner. And good folks. But you know, a lot of people don't know that he was one of the most successful NBA rappers because this boy got gold and platinum. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
And but out of all the rappers that tried it, I mean, out of all the basketball players that tried it, he actually really got proof that yeah. he was he was bona fide in this thing. Cause he, you know, his name was Shaq Fu. You know, he rapped with the Fusenickens and whatnot. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With gold and platinum records. That's crazy, right? Definitely. I mean, you could still make a collaboration with Shaq Diesel happen. Definitely. He on deck. He on deck. His favorite song is uh, Ever Told on Nick? Nope. Ever Squeeze the Trigger? Yeah. He loves choices. That's the same time get on the phone with me. That's when he get to, that's when he get to uh, rapping. Choices. But yeah, so I know that um, also Damian Lillard, he... uh. That boy can wrap his ass off too. I, that'd be good to do something with him, you know, on an off season. He, oh my God, it's eight people on the call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's a Marion. <laughs> that's a Marion. And then somebody keep going on the phone. It's like a party. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a party now that Marion has joined the balling out party. What's up, guys? How What's, you guys doing? We are We're doing good. well. How We're are good. you? I'm excellent. I'm actually um, staring at myself in the mirror, but at the gym. So I'm just like hanging out and like, you know, rehearsing. <laughs> AKA <laughs> multitasking. Doing interviews yeah, while working out. Amorian. Yeah. When you going back to the studio, I'm going to see you over a record. Um, Wednesday. I'm going a, I'm to a, um, text you and get your email address. I'm going to send you over something. Yeah, yeah. Send it to me. I was just telling them that when we left, when we left from doing the commercial, we should have all went to Snoop Studio and, and, and went to the studio and knocked out a, a, a posse song. That would have been. Oh yeah, that, that would have been lit. What, what's up, OG? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Cool. Yeah, I'm just we just knocking out, just knocking out hella interviews and whatnot. Right. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on that same wave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Omarion, oh, what was it like working with E40 on the um, freestyle uh, campaign? Well, to be completely honest with you, you know, it's been a minute since I've I've seen OG, and it was like it was it was such a great time. You know what I mean? Like we got to chill, and you know, I really feel like every time like I see him, it's like it's like my my uncle or you know my big brother. It's just such a great time all the time. I had a great time. We were talking to him a little bit about, you know, just Golden State in general and, you know, having that West Coast pride. But is there any team that you're a particular fan of? Um, Not not particularly. I mean, I'm kind of like missing on this era of sports, like really, really. I'm like more so connected to Kobe and, you know, how the games play like before a little bit. I'm kind of getting a little old with sports. I don't know. I don't know why this is happening. I mean, I still enjoy it. <laughs> But I don't know. The players are different. <laughs> oh, yeah? Nah, you know, you know but Kobe was, you got to realize, man, we're talking about the best in the world, man. So, right. you know, too many people that's going to be a Kobe or a Shaq or, a, you know, a right. LeBron and, you know, and we can keep going Durant and, 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 and uh, 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 hey, Westbrook, I, Westbrook I, I, is lit. Look, hold on, I'm finished. There ain't going to be hey, too many Stephon Curry's and, you know, Kevin Durant right. and Clay Thompson and uh <laughs> you hear me banging though? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. No, you're right, it's a little different, but I think these I think these catches, man, 
It's some physical. No, I do. Uh, I'm here, man, with this basketball thing nowadays, and get some incredible players, bro. Some no, it is. It is. <laughs> I hear you. And here's a question for both of you, actually. So there was some talk that Adele was going to be the Super Bowl halftime performer next year. But if you guys had it your way, who would you pick? What is Super Bowl going to be played at? Houston. Um, Houston. Hmm. So wait a minute. I just want to understand something about... I just want to understand something about uh, the, uh, the the Super Bowl. Is it is it free? Like... I don't know. For some reason, I heard that like when you're asked to do the Super Bowl, it's kind of like they don't pay oh, you. they don't pay you. It's just kind of like. Hmm. I think is that you true? probably get paid. I'm sure you get a nice little check. You got to get paid. If you're performing like on the biggest stage in TV, it's the most sports. watched thing, television event ever. You know, it's like the biggest one of the year. So. Right. I'd assume you get a so check. So would you be surprised if that was the truth, though? I mean, because I, I couldn't, I couldn't see, I couldn't see why she would uh, uh, deny that opportunity, other than just like the tempo of her music and like kind of how moody it is. I don't know if, yeah. I mean, because she got the hits. So I I'm need- just trying to understand why. It's a reason why, though. It's the reason why she was like, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm cool. I mean, her reasoning was that her she didn't think that her music was well-suited for it, and she didn't think that herself as a performer was suited to it because she doesn't do choreography and stuff. But... But yeah, I mean, but who only would time would tell. Yeah, but who would you pick though, Omaria? I think I think E forty said Bum B because he was keeping it Houston. Right. Yeah, like you know, definitely be out to be you know definitely child because they from. Even though she did it last year though, didn't she do the Super Bowl? <laughs> she was a cameo. Yeah, B did the Super Bowl last year. Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, who would be good in that thing? Yeah, that's that's a hard one right there. You gotta bring an OG ass group out, like <laughs> Earth with a fire or something like that. I mean, that would, that would be, be amazing, <laughs> actually. I'd be down for that. Frankie Beverly yeah, and that's lit. How do you feel me? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's lit right there. I like that. I like that idea. Go. <laughs> what if we just had you guys curate it? Do like five different bands, you guys could pick them, and then that's the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would I would say uh, Earth Wind and Fire, uh, Frankie Beverly and Mace. You know everybody don't don't Frankie Beverly sing before I let go. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yeah, see, you can't, you can't, you can't forget <laughs> Charlie Wilson. Can't Uncle Charlie, you need Uncle Charlie. Hell yeah, Gap Band, get up there. Uh, who else? Who else would be good up there? To be honest with you, um, even Cameo, they got that word up. That was a big record that, you know, been in commercials and everything where the kids even know it. You got you need a group up there that got the old school songs that was in commercials that the kids can understand too as well and the old folks. That's true. It's a good crossover point. You know, but uh, ain't no telling. I don't know. I, I know. I think they all get paid. <laughs> I hope you know, they all they get paid the too. Super Bowl commercial, do the Super Bowl halftime. I hear you. Um, and then on the final note, you know, what do you guys have coming up? Um, you know that we can expect. Um, I got right now. I got uh, two albums coming out: the B Boy Diary Book One and Two. All right. 
Hopefully, I, I can get a uh, Marion on there. If not, we can. Come on, it's nothing. <laughs> Give me back. Do it, do it. <laughs> he way over the wing, but he know that, and I know. Yeah, that. for sure. <laughs> and so that's that's pretty much what I'm working on. That's my main focus right now because I got to turn it in September first. Oh wow, that's soon. Yeah, so um, I'm really, I'm really, really uh been focusing on music and I'm going to be coming out with my uh, fifth installment titled Reasons. Um, I can't wait for people to hear it. You know, you can expect the unexpected. It's just, it's just really, uh, it's, it's film music. It's mood music. You know what I mean? If you like the feel, then, you know, this is the album for you. It's a, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of, um, you know, great things about the music that I'm doing right now and sharing. So, I can't wait for people to hear it. Um, I'm going to be dropping the first single probably in like the next couple of weeks. Some nice little announcements coming. So we focusing on the music. Nice. Did you put the one on there that you let me hear on the, uh, uh, in the, uh, in the, in the Yes, sir. We mixing that down right now. Yeah, that's a good one right there. That's ready to go. <laughs> awesome. That's ready to go. Well, we can't wait to hear the new material. That was the West Coast's own E-40 and Omarion giving us a little bit of a Warriors chat. Excuse me while I make a vomit face <laughs> to the side. Um, but it's fine. I just thought about the Spurs the whole time. I'm still true to you, Tim McDuncan. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and that wraps episode 10 of Ballin' Out. Woo! Double digits. We made it. We had three guests for episode 10. And it just gets better from here, guys. So, as always, if you love us and want more Ballin' Out on the regular, find us on iTunes, find us on Acast, find us on Billboard.com. Tweet us, trash us, love us, hate us. <laughs> Review us, rate us, subscribe to us. Twerk to us, things. whatever you want to do. Twerk to us. If you twerk, you got to send a video, though. Yes, yeah. the, and then hashtag the Ballin' Out. But till next time, peace. Please tell me why you always say, please. Tell me why you always leave.